welcome to Tech Law Talks. I am Anthony Diana, a member of Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group. In each episode of this podcast, we will discuss cutting edge issues on technology, data, and the law. We will provide practical observations on a wide variety of technology and data topics to give you quick and actionable tips to address the issues you are dealing with every day. Hello, this is Anthony Diana from Reed Smith. Welcome back to Tech Law Talks and our M365 and 5 governance series, where we're joined by Lighthouse to explore core governance elements of Microsoft Office 365 and key operational and legal considerations. In this episode, we'll be discussing the lifecycle management of team sites. Uh, joining me today are TJ Sacknick from Reed Smith and John Collins from Lighthouse. Welcome, guys. We, we've talked a little bit at other podcasts about governance uh, and the like, and I think one of the things we want to talk about is um, in this episode is you've, you've created these team sites, these team channels, and one of the things we've seen, you know, historically when people create any shared data source, whether it's a shared mailbox, a shared drive, and the like, they le- they live forever, right? There's no governance on when you keep it, when is it active, and the like. And obviously, one of the things we're talking about here is you know, M365 is an opportunity to actually provide governance and actually come up with what do we think and how should Teams sites be governed in terms of lifecycle management. So first, John Collins, could you just explain what is in what does lifecycle management of Teams sites mean? Like what are the different components? So within Microsoft 365, it's technically inside of Azure Active Directory, there's this concept of having groups which underlie teams. So essentially, there's this concept of teams having a life cycle. And basically, it's that when you create a team, if you apply one of these life cycle policies, it requires the owner of the team to recertify periodically that the team is still being used. And if the owner doesn't recertify that the team is still being used, then the team goes into a disposition process where the team goes into a, an archive period and then it gets permanently deleted. So it's it's a little bit of a blunt approach to lifecycle management, but it does provide the ability to have some type of framework so that if you have a bunch of teams that get created and the owners don't certify that they're still being used, uh, that those teams will be automatically deleted from the environment. And and so that's an automatic process. But so just, I want to just explore a little bit that. So we have just in terms of, you know, a Teams can be active, a Teams can be archived, where it's still there, but it's not being used, right? So no Correct. new data is being created. And then the last part is actual disposition, right? So it actually goes away. So, and that's sort of the concept there. So, and, and uh, this concept of, again, it's, it's sort of the ownership. Are you seeing clients actually enforcing this with a, a with a timeline because that's obviously one way of doing it is do you want to have a retention and say you know after one year all the team sites go away unless you get some type of exception or how how are you seeing clients sort of manage that there's definitely a percentage of clients that are implementing this type of framework uh, there's one that we're working with that has a i want to say it's an annual certification right so they set it up so that at least once a year, the owner has to certify. But then we see other organizations that are saying, you know what, we don't, because of the use case, we don't think that 
that kind of life cycle management makes sense. Like if it's a department team, we know it's going to be there in perpetuity. So we're not going to have that kind of life cycle incorporated. And then there's the question of archiving, which makes the team read only, where you can't add new information uh, and add new chats and so forth. And so maybe there's a period of time that you keep something in an archive state. And, and unfortunately, not all of this works seamlessly currently in the technology. You have to kind of sh- stitch it together, but the capabilities are there. So it's it's not, we're seeing a lot of people are trying to figure out what's the best approach. Yeah. And then TJ, in terms of the, you know, in terms of this annual certification, we talked about in, in previous podcasts, a lot of the provisioning information that you want. What are you seeing in terms of what clients are doing as what is what else besides sort of active, inactive, or delete uh, a team site are being asked in this annual certification? Well, again, right, like what what John talked a little bit about depends on your use case and company's use cases. So yeah. it, it's possible, and we've seen clients, Anthony, that that don't have any governance. Uh, we've seen clients that have very rigid governance when it comes to these processes, and then we have seen clients where each particular team's channel and team site is is independent of one another. And that will have to be based on what the particular project is, the duration of the project, who's on that project, who's going to be monitoring the project, all kinds of things like that come into play when we determine how long these teams should be ultimately open for. But again, I think it's just important that we and other organizations have a plan when these these teams are opened in the first place. Again, we, we've seen organizations do not have a plan at the outset, and it becomes this runaway, out of control train. And once that genie is out of the bottle, you can't really put it back back in. Yeah, yeah. And then I think one of the things that we're also seeing again, this goes to the provisioning stages, is depending on the type of team site it is. Is you know one of the dangers is things changing, right? Whether it's the membership of the teams, the purpose of the teams. I mean, it's not supposed to, right? If you have a provisioning process that says this is the purpose, you want to make sure that that purpose is still being used, right? They should probably not change the purpose of the team site. They should create a new one. Uh, but the annual certification may be an opportunity to make sure that they're not going off the reservation there. And then, in, in, so another concept that I want to talk about a little bit is sort of this idea of what does it mean to delete a team site? Uh, I think it's one of the questions that we have from clients um, because you know, we talked a little bit about another in a podcast about you can apply retention, you can create records in team sites, you know, and a channel allows lots of opportunities there. So, John, what does it mean to to delete a team site, right? You've got retention in there, you put retention on teams posts, you, you tag things as records. What does it mean when you get rid of a site? So if you if you follow the expiration, which is the lifecycle management, you have that deletion. So in addition to that policy, which expires a site and deletes it, as Anthony alluded to, there's also the option, and John Holiday talked about this on another podcast, to apply retention and deletion policies against the actual content. So those actually work in parallel with the expiration policy, the lifecycle management policy, so that if you have the scenario that Anthony just described, where you've got an expiration and a team has been deleted, but you've got a retention policy, let's say that says to keep the content for another year after the site is deleted, then what'll happen is the site itself goes away. So the construct of the team 
doesn't appear inside the Teams interface anymore. The business people can't access it. But from a compliance perspective, whether it's e-discovery or records management, that content's still there either in Exchange or SharePoint, the backend repository, and can be retrieved, but the team itself goes away. So it sort of gives you the the best of both worlds, if you want to think of it that way, which is I can still access the content for compliance purposes. The business people don't see it anymore. So the team really is deleted and they can't add new content to it because the team's the team's gone. So it is a it is a good lifecycle management framework. Uh, but I think to TJ's point, you know, you've just got to have the right stakeholders that look at these different issues and say what's going to make sense based on the use case for the team. Okay, so so basically, if you have it on hold, right? If you have content in the team site on hold, or if you've said it's a record and you want to keep it, deleting the team site and this lifecycle management actually doesn't impact it, right? So yeah, that's a that's a nice feature. Yeah. Well, this this was helpful. Again, I think there's a lot more. I hopefully this is this has been helpful in terms of understanding what does it mean to have lifecycle management. Um, we'll probably have other discussions and and podcasts on particularly retention and records record keeping and placing things on hold on team sites, but hopefully this gives you a sense of how you can manage the lifecycle management of teams. Thanks, TJ and John. Thanks everyone for listening and hopefully you'll join us for other Tech Law Talks. Tech Law Talks is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's tech and data practice, please email techlawtalks at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and ReadSmith.com, and our social media accounts at ReadSmith LLP on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. All rights reserved.